You know what that that's, one is, that's, that's not Robert Zombie. Dad, I am your son. I came from your cum. Here we go, yeah. Come, come, But it's, come, it's such a good, come, it's such come, a good line come, because come, it's like... Come, 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 Like, ah! at, at first it just sounds like you're just being dirty, but then it's like, you know, you literally did. It, it's descriptive. You exist because of your yeah. dad's cum. That's tight, man. Dad, I am your son. Without my dad, I, I would have never had his cum. What? Wait, no, no, you have it the other way around. Rewind what? <laughs> I would have never been born oh. without my dad's cum. God bless my dad. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Your dad's cum made me the man I hear him. What was that? <laughs> Your dad's cum made me, make me here I am today. What did you say? Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Horrible Podcast. We'd like to bring a uniquely favorite army. <laughs> Here I am once I'm again. I'm fucking crying here over here. <laughs> Please, dude, what's wrong? Came from my uh, dad's cum. I'm just so overwhelmed with emotion. I just love my dad. I love him so much. I got four dads in the room. It's been oh. an emotional weekend for me too, buddy. Or week? What day is it? Oh, it's I don't know. Uh, it's Friday actually. Oh sweet! So the weekend's starting tomorrow. You no don't have to go to work. work you gotta watch three new, three fuck new movies now. Oh, oh fuck! fuck. <laughs> I can't believe we've done this. We're doing the shit theme. Three different movies themed around shit. No, we're not. <laughs> That's every week. One's diarrhea. One's constipation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what another one is. Constipation's <laughs> like the opposite. It's the fucking lack of shit. Yeah, but there's too much in there. It's all clogged Eventually, up. Eventually, though, you know, hard mm. shit, soft shit. Good stuff so far. <laughs> Yeah, we talk about movies on this podcast. Uh, today we're talking about some fucking millennial ass witches, dude. Snowflakes. As we get to <laughs> nice. talk about, is that nice? That's not no, nice. that's that. dog shit. That. It's the Teen okay, Witch theme. Boomer. No, it's not Teen Witch no, no, theme because there's a billion Teen Witch theme. movies. It's fucking millennial specifically because it's late '90s, early 2000s. So you you literally want me to title this the Millennial yes, Teen Witch theme? He is. Right. Actually, funny. He's the cast leader. That that'll that help our SEO. These, you know, people always searching millennial on the fearless leader. Um, yeah, all, all those people fucking searching for millennial jokes on all the boomers trying to figure out what a millennial is. They're like What is what is a millennial? Our podcast killer right up as we are four millennials ourselves it's called search in op <laughs> <laughs> search engine optimization grams uh, yeah the movies we're going to talk about uh, we got Tamara from the mid 2000s we got Tamara we got Tamara we got what's it mean again excuse me what's Tamara mean what does it name what do you Oh, is it, are you leading into your shitty joke What's that you're the, really I was trying to get right, 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 you But you, you have to pronounce it, it a certain way. Hey, Tamara, that's what tomorrow is if you're a redneck. God, what? you butchered tomorrow. your own joke. You <laughs> that's tried my to set, joke. You tried to set yourself up and I can you fucking say it. So when, when, when you said it in our it. chat, it was pretty funny. because you, when you No, it's funny now, guys. It's funny now. It's still funny. You have to pronounce it like tomorrow in order for that joke to work. Tamara, man. That's what I said. That's stupid. You said Tamara, so it didn't really work. Oh, boy. So we're also going to talk about Rage. The Rage. Carrie 2. It's all the rage. The weirdest fucking... The dumbest title. Backwards title. <laughs> well, the rage is probably what it was called before, and they're like, just put Carrie. It is two backwards. On the it end. should be Carrie two. The, the rage, rage. Yeah. but it is the, the rage, rage Carrie yeah. two. Okay. Um, and then we also have, of course, the craft. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Everyone knows about well-crafted. that Well-crafted. Nice. Another late 90s one. Two mm. 90s and one 2000s flick, which we all grew up, people on this cast, we all grew up watching shit around this time. We all grew I up with Teen up. Witches. Mm-hmm. We all grew up with a bunch I, of I Teen Witches, too. Things, yeah. I don't remember getting any spells cast on me, though. Well, you wouldn't know. Nobody, mind Nobody wanted to put a love spell on you. <laughs> Come on, damn it. it. Just put me under a fucking love spell. <laughs> Please, for once. I want to feel love. I'm Devin, and this is Blutzer across from me. He's the one that said all the funny stuff so far. Yeah. If you find yourself laughing at all this episode, you can credit that guy. <laughs> wow, thanks, Devin. Damn. That's like the best compliment I've ever been fake given before. It's not really because no <laughs> one's really laughing except us. Compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was literally telling man earlier, I'm like, man, remember when I was funny? I used to be a funny man. <laughs> And now here Devin is. He's telling me I'm funny. He's, he's calling yeah. back to literally like 10 years ago a girl saying, well, who's that uh, funny guy? Invite that funny guy. Come on, man. You don't got to make fun of me, all right? Don't make fun of funny man, all right? Uh, you can't handle it. Dylan. Uh, you're not wrong. I mean, if, if we're laughing at all tonight, it is because of Bluestrip one way or the other. Usually at his at expense. Him. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've already been laughing at his expense plenty tonight. If there's any witches out there, you can cast a funny spell on me mm. uh, so I can make better jokes. Okay. All right. Manton. I've been laughing at Blooster for good, like I don't know, Half eighteen life, years, 18 yeah, years? something like that. Eighteen years, eighteen years. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Speaking of eighteen years, uh, these movies came out about eighteen years ago. Some God of them. Damn. Also, the GameCube came out eighteen years ago. Whoa, <laughs> really? How did you know that factoid? Like, Happy birthday, GameCube. I measure time See, in Nintendo I consoles. I'm this fucking millennial. I started that segue with no idea where I was going with it. I then, think you're kind of right, actually. Then the GameCube thing came yeah. to mind. <laughs> All right, Devin. I just want to. I just want to give you some credit, okay? Because you came in here acting like you know you can't handle it. It's too much pressure. You're sick. You that and like literally and now the, he's talking about the, the show, GameCube. The show just flows out of you naturally. Your body has like a physical reaction to make the show. I mean, you I mean diarrhea it. can flow out of you naturally. It's See? not exactly a good thing. Inherently. The shit theme's coming right back. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, that boo-boo. For real, though, that did have me thinking. I saw that 18 years ago thing, and I was like, holy shit. And that's, I think that's that made me realize why I've been loving watching these movies uh, recently, these throwbacks to the 90s, 2000s. So it's nostalgia. Is what you're what's, your, what's your favorite GameCube game? But it's not, it's, I mean, maybe Melee, I'm just explaining. Duh. Of course, Melee. But um, well, damn. that's probably around the time I met uh, Dylan, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but mine's Resident Evil 4. Nice. Oh shit! Actually, yeah, that, that game's incredible. incredible. But I played Melee for 18 years up until now, which I haven't played any other game like that since then, in- including Resident Evil 4, which is tight as fuck. But I've been playing that game for 18 years. But who cares, man? It's a legal adult now, though. Technically, that's cool. I can fuck Melee. You can fuck the GameCube. You can put you my dick in that <laughs> Damn. little. Damn! Like, tell me the past 17 years. It's been illegal that I've been fucking this GameCube. <laughs> Jesus Damn. Christ. This is good shit. <laughs> wow. Flowing out. Remember here. last week when we said it was the worst episode? <laughs> well, every week. It we're gets out doing ourselves well, every week. doing it worse and worse every episode. I love it. I guess the point I was making is that even though it was 18 years ago, it doesn't feel that long ago. It, do- no. it feels like fucking, you know, a few years ago that I was playing the GameCube for the first time. And that's why. <laughs> so the GameCube cast. <laughs> the GameCube doesn't look a day over three years old. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get that. Like, it, it feels like just <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I mean, just want to talk about the GameCube so fucking we're I, I remember. I remember when I when I first the first day I got a GameCube. I got Resident Evil Four and I played it on Wait, my what? TV in my room. Oh, the first time you got a GameCube. Yeah, it was. It was, it was the first time I, I, I basically got a GameCube for Resident Evil Four and That's then uh, played it on 
like my like 12 inch TV in my bedroom. I invited mm. Brandon over. Damn, big daddy. We mm. were like marveling at the graphics on this. Just it looked incredible at the time. Dog shit TV, still, but uh, game still looks really good. Fucking tight. The game's still pretty bigger fun. than the TV. Played it recently. It's good. The game's great. I like how it has a little handle so you can carry it over to your friend's house. I love it. Did any of you guys ever actually do that though? No, I did actually. See, the Xbox needed a handle because it was fucking huge, and we actually did bring it to each other. That one should come with legs and walk itself. It's so heavy. You could set up with a land. The GameCube, you couldn't really do that unless you're playing. Well, why would you star online? Why would you? Why would you take a GameCube to someone's house to play Melee? Oh yeah. You know which? Why would you ever take your GameCube to someone's house? Damn. You know which one's pumping more fat loads out than all of them? I'm sorry. Wait, what? Dreamcast. Dreamcast came Dreamcast out. Dreamcast does oh, slap. Dreamcast. Dreamcast also was a '90s baby bitch. Dreamcast yeah. came out on 9 9 1999. Oh, I mean, that's that is, fucking tight. Also, well, I you know, you know what's crazy though? I was on the like, air though and say Dreamcast was so fucking ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. Sega, yeah. but Sega pushed the system out early before it was ready, just so they could hit that like magical release. That's date. so dumb and tight. It is so it. stupid. Kind of great. Uh, Power Stone, ooh. Power Stone slaps Power Stone so hard. Toy Soldier, Toy Commander, Toy Commander. Thank you, Seaman again. Uh, I'm sorry, Blue Stinger. Well, that's about survival that horror. Fucking rule. Blue Stinger ripped. It was kind of bad in a lot of ways. Like Dude, me, and, me and Blue Stinger played the shit out of like it. But mother- yeah, that game was fucking spooky. God damn. There's a part later on the game that uh, we never got past where it was like. Okay, you have to do all this really hard shit, and the building's exploding, and you have five minutes to do it. Yeah. And we tried over and five over and minutes. over and over. Yeah, you literally, like, there was a timer on the screen, and you had to do this. But I think we saved, like, two and a half minutes into Whoops. it, and we fucked ourselves over. I have the Classic. most vivid, fondest memories from that game as a kid, walking yeah. through the supermarket and hearing that supermarket music, and then fucking, like, seeing these monsters coming at you. Just hearing hearing that mundane, bullshit, meandering supermarket music, like, and then it's like, ah! There, there's something that about that like me. level of fidelity in horror games that actually work to its benefit too. Well, yeah. that's what's interesting is like right now there's a lot of like horror games coming out that are made to look like PS1 yeah. or yeah, Dreamcast yeah, yeah. games, and it, it's really it. effective because it kind of like engages your brain in a way that a lot of newer games don't. Yeah. It, right. You're thinking about it. Real it's kind of it's kind of like the whole like you know watching like a horror movie on on VHS versus exactly. watching it on, on Blu-ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You get that sort there's of like filtered. Uh, you know, you kind of fill in the gaps with your brain a little bit. Absolutely. There's a lot of gaps in my brain. God. Mm, Jesus uh, Christ, my brain is switched. No cheese. gaps in mine. My brain is very smooth. <laughs> smooth brain. This has been another episode of the Horrible Dreamcast, baby. Let's go. Hey, smooth. God, that's I another wish. type of shit, man. That's, that's, a, another that's, a, that's a great spinoff, actually. Shit, Dreamcast. This dude can, said can you tell us what the types of shit are? Can you listen? Smooth. That's another piece of shit, man. That's another type of shit. Another type of shit, man. Explain them, Brandon. All right, tell us how many types there are first. I mean, I this is a lot of pressure. I mean, nope, there's probably, probably got to be at least like six I or seven. I actually did Google today nearly black stool because. Let me tell you. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Just out of curiosity. I swear to God, damn, you if you're lying Halloween, about this, the Halloween burger from Burger King, right? <laughs> no, I was like, dude, he's been eating so much fucking Taco Bell. I've been following it in the group chat. That came out fluorescent green. The burger was black. It came out fluorescent green. Somehow this cast feels more drunk than our actual drunk cast. I don't know why this Speak for yourself. Sober. I was out of my fucking mind on that cast. <laughs> anyway. I'm in my mind and I'm just all right, all right, my back mind to, is trash. Back to the types of shit. Can you back please? to the types of shit? So we got runny. We got smooth. <laughs> we got firm. 
You've got like the little rabbit shits that are just like little yeah. pellets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got like need more fiber. Oh, you've you got, got the that. snake ones that go around the entire toilet. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the healthy shit. right? Have you guys ever had the pretzel where it goes around but then comes back <laughs> in on itself? No, I had that one a few weeks ago. I literally was like amazed. Got a recursive turd. Yeah. <laughs> All right, like well, an let's, infinity yeah, symbol. Let's talk about your your uh, burnt black turds. Yeah, Devin, I've never had a, I've never had weird yeah. colored oh, shit. Oh, I don't know if it's it you, was I like guess. Satan spawn in there floating around. I was like, I literally just I had to Google like, listen, I've been eating normal. I Google like. That. I just imagine Listen, Devin. Man, I've, been, I've been eating normally. Devin, I want to set the scene here. Okay, you just finished, right? Your brain is rotten. Your stomach hurts. Yes. You stand up and you look in the toilet and you're and you're. Just, I just imagine you holding your phone over, oh, no, no. It, immediately see, searching with your pants down. Just see, shit coming I'm down your that I have my laptop, so I bring my laptop in. <laughs> and I Google. He sets it next to his next well, to Jesus. His floating turds. And I Google like a, a conversation. I say, "Listen up, man. Did you balance the laptop on the toilet I got seat? A fucking really re- weird spicy black shit downstairs. Going spicy on. black shit. It was it felt spicy coming out. Wait, you said that to your, your group chat? I said it to no, no, it's to Google. <laughs> to Google, to Google. This is to hey, Google. You, you spicy group, black shit. You tell your group That's chat. You're like, can somebody Google this oh. for me? All right, I want to see what you get when you Google spicy black shit. I was literally about to do shit. that. I actually, I text anywhere in between like your liver's feeling and you ate a weird fucking peach. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what to go with. Oh my god, WebMD has an entire drop down menu for spicy black oh, shit. Oh yeah, dude. Black stool. What causes it and when to visit the doctor? All right, so Devin. You might, I mean, it might be I'm overdue. Probably days ago, yeah. Anyway. All right, well, so you're going to die. <laughs> Whatever. Finally. Devin, do you take iron supplements? See, no, I don't. So I have liver Do you eat a lot of black foods? I can't think of any black foods, really, unless you burn a, a burger. Current. I don't know, man. If the options are like... like Currents or liver liver failure? I'm gonna go with liver. Oh, I'm failure. sorry, buddy. It says oh, you yeah. have a bleeding ulcer. I think you're, I think you're <laughs> fucked. Oh, Jesus, Devin, man, Devin, man. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> My brain is nothing see, but stool now. There you go. You got your joke. <laughs> got a stool brain. I guess uh, we talked about some dumbass movies. Fuck. Let's just talk about this bullshit. My last day of life. Let's fucking talk about Tamara. <laughs> Going out the way you came in. Tomorrow. Oh, Tamara. That's a movie that I will record tomorrow. Uh, I caught this movie in October, like right before Halloween, just on one of those Pluto TV horror channels. It was actually a, quite those, a delight. Those still keep going. Uh, yes, after yes, Halloween, I'm really excited uh, that that's the case. Pluto is still a service. But they're always playing The Curse of Bigfoot. Like every time I get oh, on there, it's like a All shitty right. 70s movie. Yeah. But um, this is kind of my shit right now. I fucking love mid 2000s. Well, you already explained your shit. Late 90s. Spicy night. and yeah, black. It's just spicy and black for me, daddy. Um, <laughs> I'm so curious about a spicy shit now. It's just, a spicy shit is like, like when you when take a shit burns. and it feels like Did it's it like, burn? Yeah. Yes. Dude, okay. it always burns. Always? Always. <laughs> Get your butt checked out, man. That's if, not I, if, good. I take, if I take a real nasty shit, it's, it, it does. But Anyway. Um, so we're going to edit all this out, right? No. no. All the shit talk? No. What if we edit? You're ever. just going to like, boop, boop, just cut those two pieces out. Talking down. shit with Bloodster. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is definitely going to turn some people to off. shit chat. We're going to each have our own fucking offshoots. I'll be the Dreamcast. You can be. Somehow we have talked about almost everybody's poops, I think. We oh, yeah. definitely talked about Dylan's. Recurrent mm-hmm. issue, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Man. this is right in our nostalgia zone, these movies. And Tamara, although this one came out a little bit later than the others, and actually... I think this is 2006 or seven. So we, we were pretty five, old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Five, five, six. We were pretty old by then. Uh, seniors in high school, most of us are seniors, juniors. I was like a junior. Yeah. We were allegedly the same age as the characters in Tamara, we were, which we, is total <laughs> bullshit. Damn, I don't remember them looking like but, that in high school. But the funny thing about that is that we were definitely the target age for this movie. Yeah. Like, this yeah, came out for probably, people our age. Yeah. We were probably too big-brained back then and, and a little too nerdy. Definitely too smooth-brained, yeah. But um, <laughs> looking back on this was very funny for me because I'm like, this was oh, a lot of this was, was incredible. what high school was like for me. Like, 
it, it's, witches it's, spells what you, you got killed and you came yeah, back to life yes, yes. <laughs> resurrection the cut off your ear on the school television the way people looked the way people talked and the music people listened to and even like the lunchroom <laughs> scenes i was like some of this is like we went to a pretty prototypical high school to be honest oh for sure yeah. it was a public high school with three, did. i went to private school right 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 three what 000, a bastard three thousand students very like i when i see these high school movies from the 2000s i'm like that's funny because like we had this kind of stuff actually we were way nerdier and more like hipster fucking indie type kids but we had this this whole all these groups and all these fucking you know lunch everybody else had their tamara we had our garden state i know you did Ugh. um but Tamara is fucking silly and whatever. Talk about it, Blister. What is it? Oh, thank you, buddy. Um, Tamara's about a young, nerdy girl who is fantasizing, like, literally every day about having sex <laughs> with her professor who is, uh, I guess he's hot enough to be, oh, you God, know, I don't know, lusting after, maybe, but he looks like a very... three years older than her. A very normal guy. <clears throat> anyway, so she literally dreams about getting with him, and, and we find out later that she, uh, from her mom, picked up witchcraft, you know, just kind of on the side as a hobby, and uh, one day after Thanks, after accidentally kind of, you know, losing her mind in class, kind of comes on to her teacher and he it turns away her advances because he's very professional. Uh, she decides, you know what, I've had enough. I'm going to cast some witchcraft spells and I'm going to fucking seduce that teacher. And while all this is going on, there's a group of students who were upset with a recent news article that she posted where she exposed the uh, drug use and uh, steroid use. All about that. I love steroids. Um, she exposed <laughs> the steroid use in, in school and all the jocks, the big thirsty jocks hate her and so they plot to uh embarrass her in a weird move where they get her to come to a uh, hotel some shenanigans happen they accidentally kill her uh but what happens the next day she's literally back to normal except she's way different looking and way more confident she's literally a different character she's literally she transforms her character mid-script and uh tamara or tamara uh tomorrow comes and uh tomorrow tomorrow came all right so i want to first before we talk about this movie because we haven't wasted enough time yet <laughs> when, when i first started watching this movie it was again right on that sweet spot of halloween where it's just i will watch anything you know silly goofy especially in this time zone uh whatever time period um this and time and i hit up manton and i was like because manton was also free and i was like or in the group chat i was like you need to check this out it's on this pluto tv thing it's it's funny like and it was it was cracking me up and there was a really funny miscommunication we had because I was watching it a little bit uh, uh, further um, than he was. I was a little bit ahead of him. And I was kind of oh, talking yeah, about the yeah. movie as it was happening. And I said, like, oh, man, this teacher is, like, so inappropriate with his students. And then the scene that Minton sees next is he's just full-on reeling his fucking student, <laughs> just straight banging her on the desk. And Minton's like, uh, when Devin said that he's inappropriate with his students, he means, like, they're fucking right now. Which, which is, is, like, the first scene in the it's movie, like the and it sets a really, really bad... Really off, off, yeah. uh, it's off a really bad precedent, too, because, like, yeah. uh, so often in this movie, anytime anything... And I, this is going to come out wrong. I was thinking anything cool happens, but I was like, that scene's not cool. <laughs> anything that like is remotely interesting that happens yeah, in this yeah. movie is yeah. almost always a dream okay, sequence. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that was a dream sequence. I needed, I have to finish that that sentiment off. That For was me, a, it was a dream I, sequence. I was, I was joking more about a scene yeah. that came after that when she did actually come on to him. He still felt really fucking icky and gross, the, yeah. the teacher did. Everything about it felt I thought icky he handled gross. it okay. I don't know. The, uh, he, the, at the beginning, he did. I mean, he's I, like, you're such a special girl, and like you have so I mean, many that things was a little, your, I mean, I mean, I mean, boundaries. Yeah. Uh, it, it felt like he was talking the, the thing was weird about it is like the way he's talking to her it sounded like it felt like he was talking to a little girl like a five year old or well, something but then but then she looks like she's she like does. she well her actor is 26 or something and, and that's yeah. one of the things that is distracting as all hell in this movie is that like obviously all of the high school students and this was a thing especially in the 90s and 2000s yeah. where movies would cast like 30 35 year old yeah. like 
cute people to and be. You can kind of see why they would do Usually that. But it's, yeah, it's fine. You you can get over it. But in this one, like they cast all these 30, 35 year olds as high schoolers, maybe 25 year olds. I mean, they're not that old. They're late but 20s. the people that they cast as their teachers are like maybe three years older. Like they're almost negligible difference. They between need to the be two. distinctly different. And they definitely do because like the two of the teachers at least become main characters in this. And there's a whole like yeah, love triangle characters. situation going on in it. Yeah, I use that word lightly, but it, it is distracting when you've got these big weirdos playing their students and these like these teachers who look exactly the same. So witchcraft yeah. is the most important part of this movie, is but it? you won't understand any of it because Tamara or whatever the fuck Tamara. her name is, Tamara, I, I don't understand how it works, but she comes back to life and I'm still racking my brain about which spell so the one spell she casts it says it's a love spell how that makes you invincible they do explain it later well they they kind of do i i think that one of the issues with this is that uh if you look at this as kind of like a subgenre, which which it sort of is this whole idea of jennifer's body yeah that that sort of thing Um, yeah Yeah, but but you know there's there's a ton of movies that are like this right so like one thing this movie immediately gets wrong is we have this dream sequence where we see sort of like tamara's like um you know, hot, vi- self. hot self, and we see her like immediately. See that before we see, you know, Tamara. Normally, we haven't character. been introduced to her, and, yeah. and I, th- I think that's like a huge problem immediately because it's like her, her real self, I guess, was what you could call it, is like so weird and and so quiet and so utterly different that it's just comes across as like two different people completely. It's, it's also like a recurrent issue in a lot of these types of movies, the she's all that problem, yeah. where you get a a character who is cast to be hot later on, and like obviously this person right. is very attractive, but they yeah, like yeah, yeah. maybe like mess up their hair a little Th- bit. This is a horrible example of it because yeah. like it, in uh you know her her standard nerdy self like. She is like super cute and like someone that right. would definitely be popular. She's, she's literally <laughs> dressed exactly like Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man movies. Like she's a cool kid. And also it, it fails because like when they do the, the the whole prank on her, they like literally get her yeah. to be naked and she's everyone's so and everyone <laughs> is they, they, they her in the movie. Is. Like they don't yeah. see her face. So they're like, oh, yeah, she's so hot because they think it's going to be like a stripper or something, whatever. The, it's it's just, a very convoluted it's prank, but yeah, it's fucking absolute so nonsense. All, all the wires are being crossed. This, here. this could work, though, if we were given a reason to feel like, oh, this character is you know kind of an outcast or this character's kind of weird but she is a non-entity before she becomes right. sexy hot demon witch or whatever like yeah we get like maybe 10 minutes not of her much at normal. all she she gets killed off very early on and, and minutes, I, that's I like her a, railing her fucking teacher yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, well as like the, the, as the, hot, the, version, the yeah. hot version of her well and like they they escalate things really quickly in this movie like the the oh, prank yeah, that they, goes wrong or whatever ever. like shut up <laughs> the prank that goes wrong happens really early in the movie and like she's she's i mean it's not a huge spoiler to say like she's resurrected yeah like, she's resurrected almost as soon as she dies too like we have no time to to deal with like no, the actual she is instantly like they look yeah. and then one second later so she's out of the act like it's a dream sequence they they do immediately yeah, there's a lot of that bullshit this so gives, like, gives you no time to like die? live with the actual character or the 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 like problem that that happened with the the kids and i kept thinking about something like a i know what you did last summer where they have like a while before they know that there's a killer coming back after them and they're like oh my god we did something right. horrible we got to shut up about it or whatever i was getting major i know what you did last summer vibes there's like literally scenes well, that are scenes just are like ripped yeah, out of it and like the dialogue that is the same identical but all shit. that happens in like 10 minutes <laughs> right the <laughs> other issue is that like that i think zero characters are likable in this movie yeah. I, I i really don't know who we're supposed to root for if we're constantly changing our main character Devin, who's your favorite character <laughs> Tamara, baby. Titular Tamara. That's the only one you get to remember, I guess. Yeah, I can't remember any other names. Truly I was like say, that's an easy answer, man. Her I name's like, in the title. I'm just getting the, I'm getting the vibe that I already watched this in a different fucking mindset than you guys. No, no, I think I think we actually... We're hanging some stuff here, but there's there's parts of this that work, especially in comparison to one of the other movies that we're going to be doing this week. Uh, and this like is kind of a subgenre of like the wrong girl comes back and gets right. revenge. It is the, the Carrie kind of path, but... 
this has uh, some glaring issues that actually don't hurt it too much, I think, because of the like 90s or I guess early 2000s right. like, patina that's all over this thing. That bit and like also the like unlicensed music and everything. There's a lot of shit yeah. that's oh, fun God. to laugh the at. The music is one. so funny. Like, I loved it. When as soon as Blue Street started talking about like how you can you didn't understand how the spell worked to revive her, I was like, oh shit, man, this guy was thinking way more than I but was. But you got, you have to understand that like we we I watched this much to grab last out of all three. <laughs> right. So yes. it's like the other two movies, I think both do a better job at sort of explaining. Absolutely. Right. Well, plus like I, I'm not like exactly like romping with a with my my crew having right. a good time. Right. I'm literally right. just right. sitting here on a yeah, cold cold dark night watching this fucking movie. I think. I got I, the best uh, viewing experience out of this one because it, it was right around Halloween on my break b- between shifts. And you and watched just, it basically on cable, which is where yes. this sort of thing would kind of exactly. wash over. You're like, yeah, whatever. Honestly, if I had some movie. dumb ads to break it up, like it might yeah. have might have been better for me. I don't yeah. know. Because, just, uh, well, I think the the biggest issue is the pacing, especially through like the the last third, the third of this movie. Third act is bad. Third act is fucking rough in this thing, and it starts yeah. off like kind of promising. You get. Uh, one kill early on that's uh, like kind of a somebody getting their comeuppance and yeah. like in a way that befits their character and you're yeah. like oh cool Tamara's gonna go around yes. and like convince all these people to do horrible things to themselves or whatever yep. dropped immediately for a really stupid mm-hmm. gimmick for with yeah. mind control and the mind control thing is the biggest yeah, downside yeah, yeah. of this movie I think the, the, the mind control thing sucks because it's not like in some movies where you know you get mind controlled and you still have some consciousness you just are being forced to do certain things and you know you have those moments where the character's like sorry I don't want to kill you but I literally can't stop myself yeah. <laughs> but in this movie it's like the, the comeuppance there's there's no catharsis because it's like the the characters have no clue what's happening it's almost like they go into like a coma instantly yeah. They're probably closer to zombies. Yeah, you don't characters duller because they don't. They don't really even have a lot of those character traits established. There's no. Until there's no aftermath where they're like. They're them. like, oh, I can't believe what I've done. Like, well, they had to have like, uh, like the girl who has the eating disorder or whatever. We right. only find that out once it's relevant and like they're doing something with it. Like we don't know but, these. But characters from that point on, she's mind controlled, yeah. so it doesn't matter. That's kind of what I was wanting. So I mean, I, I saw Carrie two before this one, and uh, well, I think we all did, we except all. except for Dev. And like, mm-hmm. I was kind of wanting the same the same kind of jockey dudes who are the same pieces of shit for the same reasons, basically. Yeah. But like, they're just more animated, and there's more like stuff for them to do. I don't know. Like this movie just felt like. They're kind of walking around. Well, they were all pieces of shit, but we didn't get long enough to know how they were pieces of shit, which is, I think, really important for this kind of like teen. I want all about their shit, man. No, truly. Like, and that's one of the reasons why the original Carrie works so damn well. And we're going to keep calling back to that one for obvious reasons tonight. But the original Carrie spends a long time, like kind of ramping up the cruelty and making you understand like how these people are shitty and the ways in which they're making our character suffer so that we feel something Mm -hmm. for that main character by the time that the snap happens. And we feel something about the people who are perpetrating that. By the time the snap happens, but the snap happens like maybe like 15 minutes into this movie and then it's just kind of treading water. Well, they thought, you know, hey, Carrie's been done. Let's do it in reverse. I I might have to fucking talk about Carrie a little bit more right now because the beauty of Carrie is it's not about a group of people putting the comeuppance. It's actually a misunderstanding. It's It's a mishap because it's really only two, if not maybe three people that completely shit the bed in Carrie that made this massacre happen where everybody else kind of got the fucking picture after they all got detention. They're all like... We get it. We fucked. We were terrible. We will take, you know, our punishment. It was really only two characters that were like, mm-hmm. you know, it was Tommy Ross and not Tommy Ross. It was uh, Billy. Yeah. And, but it's got, it's got time for the effects of that cruelty to simmer. Sure. Like, oh, yeah. And I think they were trying to do something kind of like that in this movie. Like a couple of the characters like definitely thought that what the happened to uh, Tamara right. was like really bad and like, hey, we should yeah. we should do something about it. But of course they didn't. Well, so. in these movies, especially Carrie 2 and Tamara, I think I, I agree. They should go the route. Of sh- where they, give me a group of shitheads yeah. to, to fucking want sure, to loathe. And, and, then, and then let me see the fucking bloody aftermath. Carrie 2's oh, got Carrie, his own yeah, problems yeah. in that regard, too. Dude, we'll talk Carrie about it. Like, tries to do, yeah. At least you get those comeuppance, and it's well, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's time for this movie to get its comeuppance, and uh, the twist at the end of this one is I'm going to give it a fucking gym, baby. That's cool. Because I enjoyed it for what it was, uh, and I, I watched all three of these movies at very different points, very different times. I, honestly, maybe a week, at least a week apart for each, if not weeks. I watched Tim around October. I watched... Um, What's the, what's the one I'm... Well, yeah, what's the, craft? the Craft. I watched The Craft about a week ago, and I watched uh, Carrie like last night. So, um, yeah, three different times, <clears throat> all very different scenarios, and all of them, they worked for my benefit, to my benefit. Uh, again, October, Halloween's coming up, middle of the day, uh, something to throw on, Pluto TV. It just reminded me of those Spike TV marathons. Um, and all of these, and especially I'll talk about Carrie too, reminds me of when I was in, in the late 90s when me and my brothers would go on vacation with my family, and they'd give us our own hotel room, and we'd just flip through the, the cable and be like, oh, this one looks like it has blood and boobies in it. And you're just, you know, a fucking 12, 13-year-old kid, or maybe younger, 11, uh, watching an R-rated movie at a hotel. And it, it gives me those weird nostalgic feelings. And this one was a lot of fun. It reminded me of, like, it, it made me laugh about, holy shit, this was what being in high school was like in 2005. Like, I did dress like some of these dudes, and I, I did have these lunchroom, lunchroom interactions like some of these weirdos. Um, but uh, no doubt about it, this movie's not good. I mean, it is not a good movie. Um, but pacing-wise, through, through the first two-thirds of it, it's pretty solid. There's some pretty good kills. They actually did, I think people, uh, by this point in the late 90s, Scream had come out in movies after it where they're just like, we need to have gore. It's They're not shying away like 80s movies sometimes did, or especially 70s. They're going to be gory, and there are some really gross, dumb-looking gory kills that really, really uh, kind of pumps the brakes in the, in the third act. It's a little weird, convoluted, and not quite as fun. Um, but if you're looking, if you're to scratch that weird 2000s itch like I have been for the past year, a few years now, I do recommend it. Um, otherwise, I, I mean, don't check it out. It's, there's, there's not much to get out of it unless you're trying to scratch that uh, millennial itch, if you know what I'm saying, if you, if you will. It's a very specific itch. The millennial itch. Where where's it? Oh, located sorry, exactly? millennial witch. I've had to sort of meant to oh, say. Oh, that's what we're gonna call the episode now. Bluster. Um. Yeah. So I guess I wasn't in that specific mindset. Or <laughs> that's a very specific. Maybe mindset. Devin was. <laughs> I just explained. I had a spell Devin. cast on him by Tamara. <laughs> that was the most specific mindset you had to be in. Um. I mean, I don't think it's crazy. Nah. I just just sitting here, you know, very sober and and blunt, just watching it. It was it was kind of dull. I mean, Wait, sober, but you had a blunt. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, it just so didn't didn't, didn't help didn't help at all, man. Just just killed killed the buzz. Um, it's fine. I, I think that there is some interesting stuff in this, and I think that there were some like laugh out loud moments where we got to like make fun of the movie and have have fun at its expense. But it just didn't have enough of those to keep me to mm -hmm. keep me, you know, like engaged. Where some of our other movies might have done that a little bit better, and it just it just felt so polished. Like all the rough edges were just polished, and you have just a very smooth little weird little turd just kind of sitting here on this pedestal and so I wish you guys could see this I wish you could see thing. <laughs> here, he's, his, his this guy doesn't even know my fucking name anymore a lady. he's doing some really funny hand movements Dylan I've never touched a woman I know this That's uh, why this movie it looks is, like that when you do uh, this movie is a stinker alright uh, Dylan yeah uh, this movie I think I probably would have enjoyed in the scenario that Devin was talking mm -hmm. about but there really isn't even enough to differentiate itself from other movies like this I just kept thinking while watching this one I was like Jennifer's body is just a better version of this and I don't love Jennifer's body like it's just one that that takes What's wrong the, with it, man? <laughs> 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 classic yeah uh no it's it, it's a movie that takes the whole like wronged teen thing and does okay but slightly less than okay on this one and it's just not enough 
uh, to to make me like it. I would have rather watched like Ginger Snaps or something like that, or really even. Oh uh, well, Ginger Snaps Daddy is Ginger Snaps really rules. good. Ginger Snaps rules. But like those types of movies, there are good versions of them. We'll talk about some of them this week. Uh, I'm I'm definitely on board for them. This I just don't think is good enough mm-hmm. uh, to to recommend by any stretch. But it's a light stinker. It's not terrible. It's just not good. Uh, Manted. Yeah, I think I'm uh, pretty close to Dylan on this one. It's just. I don't know. There's there's a lot of movies out there that are a lot like this, and e- even ones that kind of evoke the same feeling that I've, uh, you know, that the Devons mentioned, mm-hmm. um, but that I've enjoyed more than this one. Uh, this one it has its moments that uh, definitely made me laugh, and we definitely had some jokes uh, at its expense. But I I think it's not quite schlocky enough, and, no. and the pace isn't quite. It does kind of sag a lot later on, and I, and we talked about this a little bit, but I do kind of wish they would have just kind of kept it simple and and done a thing where each character kind of gets killed the in some ironic way. Yeah, so the the way that they started doing all that is is kind of stupid. Um yeah, I I just can't really recommend it. I I did enjoy it in the setting that I was in, but uh if I had watched this alone it it would have just oh, yeah. been a time deletion. I, I would have just not cared. Um yep, so it's a light stinker for me, not terrible, but uh I just I don't really think there's much to it that's worth seeking it out. I will say it did shock me that this movie was mid slash late 2000s when i was first watching it on tv i was like wow it this must be like 2001, like 2001. Yeah. yeah it does yeah it's yeah. crazy they jumped on the train way a- a- everything yeah. about it just the fact that it's like it's it's not only doing nothing new but it's like gone yeah. backwards yeah, yeah. It, it's also wild how much of a difference there is kind of between 2001 and 2005 oh like, it's huge at least in terms of horror films well yeah 9-11 am I right, guess? oh yeah it's definitely what big did thing it. that's what Never did it, just yeah. ruined cinema uh, man i can't think of one thing to say after that <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. set yourself up for this shit, I man. I was gonna make like a, it, it ruins too, cinnamon soon, joke guys. or something. Like a, <laughs> I couldn't eat cinnamon. Jesus, Devin, like, you really are off I'm your shit. Today. Leave, leave it to Blister. Leave it to Blister. I should explain. Don't blame this on me. <laughs> well, actually, yes, I'm not blaming. I'm saying he should. He should uh, concede. Yeah, all the to laughs you. come from him. All yeah. Right. All right. This is the perfect time for me to explain. Anytime you want to be funny, just say Blister. Fill me Take in over, here. Buddy. Oh, I can't handle this pressure. I'm. I'm just gonna walk away. I'm gonna say this again. This is the perfect time for me to explain that currently I'm kind of in a fever dream myself because I have. I've been sick. Black for, stool, three yeah, or four, yeah. Three or four days. I guess you guys get that idea. That's, but that's just going to be in my Google search history now. Spicy black. I'm going to be getting ads for black stool. <laughs> Beyond just being uh, being sick, this fever dream thing. I'm not sure if it's been good or for better or for worse because it has kept me. I don't know what to say on my toes. It's kept me in this weird mode where it's making things interesting for me, for better or for worse. Whether it's interacting with students, which is for worse, or <laughs> or watching weird movies from the '90s, which is for better, or doing so, a podcast, which is for worse. Which is worse, for, for worse. Sure. I mean, you tell me, listeners. But hey, well, when we all how long married, have you, it was for better or for worse. So. How long have you been in this fever dream oh, state, since, Devin? Since I saw you, man. Since Sunday. So. Since the first time oh, I saw Jesus. you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you, fever like, dream. Devin, I don't know if you know this, but you saw me Saturday night. <laughs> so like I know I'll literally be Shimmer. driving I'm like I'm not sure I should be driving right now um, it, it, I sometimes I, I wonder I'm not sure I, you should be driving this podcast right now buddy I was about to say sometimes I was talking to students and I wonder what I just said in the past minute so why am I behind a microphone right now but anyway this, um, this guy is molding our youth that being brains. said I, I watched I put on Carrie 2 or the Rage Carrie 2 um, last night by myself and it's like I was just a fucking I don't know I was 
sucked into the screen and I just watched it by myself completely like focused for the entirety of the movie which is very rare for me you're on like cold medicine or something it's not it's not cold medicine it's it's just this daddy feed. special medicine feverish right now <laughs> so but, we're saying you can't take yours at face value here so no, ignore no, all of Devin's reviews no don't do that don't do Got that it. so this is another reason just the way that that, that October-ness and whatever benefited um, Tamara for me this fever dream for real benefited my viewing of this and I so anyway we're, we're doing Carrie 2 one thing I thought was really funny about this and interesting is that Carrie 2 came out you know 22 23 plus years after the first Carrie 1999 yes it's crazy and, and Carrie of course is, is 70s 76 so I thought it was so funny when I saw this trailer I had never known known this movie existed until a few weeks ago I had no idea yeah. yeah and I saw this trailer because I was watching Tamara and I went down this weird YouTube <laughs> rabbit hole and I was like I need to see more movies like it and it's like you should see Carrie too and I was like no fucking shit and I thought <laughs> at that moment even without the fever dream when I was fine a few weeks ago I was like this is the perfect sequel for me. Like, Carrie might be my favorite horror movie of all time. So you want to watch it get shit on. So yeah, if, if I, if I want to watch a Carrie 2, I don't want to see one that comes out two years later that tries to take itself seriously and sucks ass. I get that. Right. I yeah, don't want right. to see one that comes out in the early 80s that's it's just another fucking cash grab that sucks ass. Give me one in the late 90s when I was fucking, you know, alive and I, and I can recognize stuff that I don't have to take seriously and at, at face value and I can just have fun with and that's what I got with Carrie too, it's just like, give you a review. We haven't even introduced the so movie. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a fucking light gym, baby. Check it out, <laughs> Jesus. Especially if this is sick. a new format and for the I podcast. We don't even talk about the movie now. We, we just review that it. Spicy black poop sickness. We're gonna go back. I don't even know what you're saying. saying. I don't know how this movie fucking existed for so long without me knowing it. But um, let's talk about it, man. You said you'd already seen it, so you can give a, a, a synopsis. And if you want, give your review. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I'll hold off on the review bit. Uh, but um, yeah, it is weird because this is one that's uh. Kind of like you were talking about the way that you saw Tamara or would have seen it, I guess, you know, on TV. Right. Carrie 2 played a lot on Sci-Fi Channel. That's I think tight. probably when we were uh, like late middle school, early high school, something like that. And um, yeah, so I, I had kind of seen this. I mean, I've definitely, while I was watching it again, I remembered bits and pieces, but obviously it's been so long that I uh, kind of forgot what I what I really thought about it. Uh, so Carrie 2, as you said, takes place some, uh, some 20 years later or so. Um, we meet up with not Carrie, but Rachel. Um, she is kind of like a, a kind of nerdy goth girl. No, nothing too extreme. Nothing like or led to believe is uh, the character in uh, Tamara, who is just like a non-entity. Um, Rachel is just more of an outsider, I would say. Um, but Rachel kind of has like uh, some issues of her own where she's got like bullies, that sort of thing. Uh there's also a guy that uh, is kind of like a romantic that she's kind of got a thing for a little bit. Um, fuck, I'm I'm forgetting. Her, her best friend commits suicide. Very <laughs> yeah. Early on. yeah, but then why why did the what what happens with the bullies? Why do they not like her? I can't. They, remember. The bullies have like a bang book yes. that they put together of like oh, trying to yes. score points for. And for, the girl committed suicide because yes. Uh, yes. one of the guys you know took okay. advantage one of her, of had sex with her. Home improvement who goes to school really? for some reason. Okay. Yeah. So no, he walked off the set of Home Improvement. Came over. He's the old son, Brad from Home Improvement. Right. Piece of shit. I hate Brad. (laughs) Uh, How I know his name still. So I forgot about that part. Uh, But we also have a a returning character from the original. You have Sue Snell, who weirdly has become like a psychiatrist, which I actually think is kind of an interesting plot point. So she's sort of the the school psychiatrist, and she's kind of seeing echoes of what happened in her youth uh, with Rachel and Carrie. We come to find out that. 
Rachel has more connections to Carrie than she seems to think. Stupider connections. Um, they're very stupid, but oh, also yeah. uh, you know, we're also treated to some flashbacks where we see that Rachel has uh, similar experiences uh, to Carrie where she's maybe causing things to move around the room when she gets emotional. That girl's psychic. You know what's yeah. so funny is like, it's almost like when when um, uh, Brian De Palma made Carrie, he made it to the ending so that it would be almost impossible to try to make a sequel. But they finally, found a way. 22, 22 years later, that, they were like, that's what took them so long. They were just, they were like, what can uh, we do? just pretend it wasn't real. They literally real. buried I, Carrie into fucking hell. <laughs> I, I have to say though, as far as a way to make a sequel yeah. for this one, pretty good that's setup. Like, and I especially like that they bring back Sue Snell as yeah. a psychiatrist because it I makes agree. sense based on the way that this movie, the this movie, movie puts in a lot of effort in the weirdest, most surprising way. Uh, I, I did want to say like I, I I can't remember the writer's name, but I feel like she probably wrote like um, Cat like Shea, I think is the yeah uh, okay. character. Sorry, I I, I, oh, feel, yeah. I feel like she probably wrote um like uh you know like teen probably yes. romance teen romance like aimed oh, at teen sure, teen girls sure. because I while I do think that like there is a lot of like stupid corniness to it and a lot of things fall flat on their face, I do appreciate like what they're going for with a lot of stuff. I think that like they the, try. Main, the main the main guy thing. like as stupid as most of the dialogue charming. is like I I, I appreciated that. Uh, he he came across as someone that that would be likable that, that she yeah. would be into you know he's he's kind of like Definitely. a jock but but he's got like a soft side and he's, but once you see them interact you don't believe it at all because there is zero chemistry oh, yeah, between yeah. Them. yeah and, what's, and what's weird is I like, can see what they're going for it's kind of like dorky fault, like it's just a bad match yeah, yeah. yeah and it's weird because I think individually they're actually pretty decent yeah. actors yes. like the jock yeah, guy I, agree, I thought I he was really really both good cute. they're both charming That's, like yeah everything should have worked but the second they start talking you're like oh god stop just 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 kiss each other the the girl that they cast as as Rachel in this one like has that she's all that problem as well where like she she does she plays in like the first uh two seasons of gilmore girls like the main bully oh really so she plays the character that she like is getting tormented by she's not like she's a cute cute woman like she doesn't really lean it up in school people would love her exactly but what i do actually think that the movie does kind of well is establish her outsider status without making her like a full it's her personality like yeah right it it isn't such a like a uh, what's the word i'm looking for it's not like they're not all running around saying like oh she's so ugly oh my god don't speak to her it's just She's just kind of like hardened. She's she pushes people away. She's I, antisocial. I like somewhat. that. I like that aspect. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, and I think that they, you know, versus uh, tomorrow, which we just kind of shit on, but yeah. in this movie, the jocks like have this fully fleshed out, nonsensical, crazy yeah. asshole yeah. strategy, and like it basically warps and pushes along the entire movie, and like it. Again, going back to how they interact with Rachel, like she isn't necessarily this person that everyone hates, but like they do kind of pick fun, make fun of her, and like uh, she's brought up on that list or whatever. Is yep. is, is and, uh, and, is and an the item. boys in this are are very vile. You really they're hate gross. them. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're really gross. Absolute uh, utter pieces of, of shit. Uh, a lot of the music is absolutely vile. The mu- some of the music of this is oh, absolutely God. horrible. We start out with like uh, just blaring ska while all these like <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. cheerleaders dressed in jeans for some reason. They're, they're doing high school things. It's the just... one year where that would have worked. Like oh, the, the real big fish craze. Well, we, we, we started talking about like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I'm going to use this as an excuse to go back and say that's why I love these fucking movies. I do love to hear the shitty music. in the It's like, great. It's great. Uh, it's a little uh, reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Give me all that. Um, and the shitty tattoo that ends up like actually having some bearing. Oh, on my God. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. They had matching tattoos. I forgot about that. That fucking weirdly inappropriate kind of punky character that acts mentally challenged, kind of, but also tries to be the funny comic guy. Well, what's, weird, what's weird about that is like there's a part later on in the film where he's like uh, doing like donuts outside a party yes. and they're playing like Slayer or something and he's on there and he's like screaming. I'm like, 
these people would absolutely kill to have him in the party. They're right. like, I thought he was at the party. I thought he was the cool thing. No, and they're, they're like, like they're like, you can't. You're not invited. But it's like in real life, that dude would be the first person invited. Turns out, it's probably a good thing that he didn't. Also, I, well, actually, yeah, good yeah. point. But can we talk about why every fucking '90s and 2000 movies has, has a this, ki- character, this character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the comic relief, but he also has to have this weird tinge of like it's mental. The, well, I, I, handicap. It's, 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 I think it's hey, the I think I think it's I think it's like a stoner thing. I don't think it's meant to be. He plays it a little too simple. And, and, Never I, go full and I think Jack. that's also because during that time that was a fucking like really funny thing that to make was fun funny of. Yeah, it was like, funny to make fun of yes, people with mental yes, disabilities absolutely. yeah it was really funny but we anyway, all laughed at that, it. that being said this movie has every fucking t- t- checkbox um, checked off with the 2090s stuff including that and of course um, the most important one you get of the giant house party I always yes, love uh, I love these house parties in these movies yes. because they're always the most absolutely batshit fucking insane houses with the most like amazing food, the coolest fucking coked in houses. Everything yes. like yeah. I like I would go to that house party. So I, I also laughed when they were like they, the girls walked in and then he was like, "What do you want to drink?" And these jocks start making them martinis. Margar- I was like, Mar- "That they would never do <laughs> that." It's margaritas, but it's still okay. Silly. Point but is, just suck was, down Everclear. I want I also want to point out that th- it, I feel like there was a lot of thought and care and even heart put into this movie. A lot of I love the idea. Nice, yeah. uh, actually not much carry at all which is also good they didn't use <laughs> a lot of flashbacks Damn, yeah. when they do yeah it's very strange oh, but those are fucking awful I love the decision to have the carry scene not happen at a school it happened at a house party I agree yeah. that's really cool that's interesting it happened at a, at a 90s 2000 style house party well before we get to the, the like the, the right. party yeah, and let, all let's that talk too about like there's, there's a the middle rest. section too and, and that's where I'm so conflicted about this movie yep. because there's parts of it that I really do like and we've talked yes. about a lot of those but the parts that we haven't talked about are fucking dreadfully dull dreadfully like dull like what the middle of this movie, I, would, I, I would think, say, is you could mostly yeah, cut out. That, that's the thing is that I think that, like, while there is some amazing stuff at the end, and I, and I think there is some, like, genuinely good some stuff good and, and yeah. some, like, unintentionally funny bits, too. But, like, the right, majority yeah. of, of the, the meat of this film, like, the middle of the film is very dull, and, and it just really drags on. I don't even fucking and in a way it. that I, I feel guess, like it doesn't it compare you know charitably to Carrie which is a movie that like the middle of that movie is is the movie is the it's, movie yeah, and it's very yeah. scary because like if you're yeah, not afraid for her getting bullied by her her peers you're afraid for her but being bullied by her her mother and in this one mm-hmm. you don't really get any of that like home dynamic she really. has like a, adoptive no, yeah, yeah, parents yeah. but they're and, and they're shitty but you don't really and that's what you know, see them strange too is it like like for a movie called Carrie too not just like comparing it because it has Carrie DNA right. in it literally in some cases the uh, the middle of the movie doesn't learn from what makes Carrie kind of keep going yeah. this one doesn't have our character under any real pressure for the entire middle of the movie and I think that's really where it falls apart is like people are being kind of nice to her yeah, she's having a decent time you know you know that eventually shit's gonna go bad but it's but it's not escalating in any way and it's, it's also like, it's also not like the characters aren't interesting enough to make it like right. oh this is nice this is nice everyone's yeah. getting along I guess for me like there's a couple things that, that worked enough for me that the middle didn't bother me that much one all the interactions with the characters are always so awkward and weird and stilted and bizarre that, <laughs> I, like that I just too. thought it was very like interesting. I was racking <laughs> my brain too. the whole time, like, why the fuck is this happening? Why are any of these words being said? Why are these people together? I don't fucking know, but it's it's interesting. And then like, of course, her, her like herself, she isn't being tormented, but we know that there's like this bomb in the background that's gonna go off because yes. this dude's friends are huge pieces of shit, yeah. and like he has this weird tenuous relationship with them for some reason, mm-hmm. and like you know what's gonna happen. Like we are like the yeah, second the movie's called Carrie too. Right. Yeah, we yeah, literally yeah. we know what's gonna happen. So I guess mm-hmm. for me, I was just like, 
okay, this is this is goofy enough that I'm just gonna don't get me wrong, watch like, it face value. I, I, I wasn't upset. It's no. just that it's it's a shame when there are some really great things. Yeah, like, yeah. I, the bookends of this movie, I think, are really strong. I like, think I agree with both you guys. I think that you guys probably are right, but I'm with with Blue but almost differently in that he's called me man. He's called me Dylan. Next you're gonna call I'm, me Devin. I'm struggling, but. I do think I, I or we have an unfair advantage watching these movies because I, I don't care because I'm still enjoying the 2099ness sure. of this movie. Sure, I, I did too. I, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of uh, mileage out of that, but I yeah. think that the part where this falls apart in the middle is that it is for the middle stretch. A lot of it uh, is basically two different stories. Her kind of dating this guy yes. and yeah. the and the uh, and the Sue Snell boys. researching her oh, yeah, yeah. her like background or whatever. And those two parts are really weak because I didn't care about that part for sure. The, the, the romance oh between God. them should work, and I think actually both of these actors, like we said, are Separately, fine. Yeah. But they had just have absolutely no chemistry together, and so there's which is why I thought it was them. so intriguing. They were so awful. I can kind of see that. I, when, there's like a scene of them in a car that is so just uncomfortable. They're so so bad. I kept looking at Kelsey. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, happening? This it, is the worst it, romance. It, made, I've it ever definitely seen. made me cringe somewhat. Uh, another thing that made me cringe a little bit was the um, when they start over explaining. Yes. Sue Snell in particular Fuck. really starts over explaining like why uh rachel has powers and she starts like talking about like the genetics of it it's really and, stupid. and i kept thinking like okay how the fuck does she know this and she just goes like well well i went to a, like a, a psychiatry convention don't worry about it well yeah uh, I, I could technically say um, in, in, in the book yeah in the book they they talk about that oh. that, that, that a lot and sue snell of course researches it after the after the event because she becomes obsessed with it which I don't but does that happen there, in the movie there are some things yeah, no, not, that's not banking in, on a weird connection well, well Carrie the, the thing is Carrie ends the, the, the movie ends Carrie like right after the, the incident so you don't see what happens with Sue Snell technically she does go on and obsess about the event I'm into I that do, but, but I do wonder if the person who wrote this movie read Carrie because there are some things that I think are kind of true to the book carry and that's one I'm of sure them. they did I'm it's, sure they I'm sure they yeah. really enjoyed the it's strange though because the, the thing that they're actually banking on here isn't the book it's the movie that's what people right. have seen right not everybody has read the book and that is I a guess, big difference but, but even for, as a plea for, that doesn't read I'll say that regardless <laughs> of what happens in the book the movie ends and there was clearly magic that happened and lots of people witnessed it and I, I like the in, idea in that, that same world that, th- that happened so I like, like the idea of the research it my problem with it is that like in the movie, in this movie, the rage. Sloppy as shit. What they do is sure, she, yeah. she literally says, "No doubt." Oh, I, I, I just went to some place she, that I wasn't. That's to see. silly. Didn't even care about and it. As soon as they that said, that it, was like, fucking it, dumb." If this movie was truly being true to the book, I do kind of wish that the way the book ends, it, it brings up a very like a, a clip. It's a note from a from like a some hodunk town. It's all misspelled about. Hey, your little daughter did something pretty interesting today, and the and the whole idea was that this trait is. It exists in other places of the world. It, it has nothing to do with well, Carrie. I think they could have even just kind of left it at that and been like, this, this is not necessarily a direct they, they, they connection. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, it it's could be like, a completely different school. It's like The Shining and Dr. Sleep. Like, yes. The Shining is just a thing. It just yeah, exists. Exactly. There, right? that, I wish they would have done that and I wish they would have made it so Sue Snell's character was obsessed with finding yeah. these people totally. to make sure it doesn't happen yeah, again. They, they, they tie it really in, cool. a, in a stupid yeah. way they don't need to. But what is cool about Carrie Powers is how they are used in this movie, which leads us into like almost... The, the end of the movie, the last, like, I don't know, 15 minutes, right. which is almost like um, the prank to- tonally, like, in, like completely different from the rest of the film, but in a good Th- way. It doesn't fit, but the, I love it for, either First way. off, the prank that they pull on her is horrific. Like, yeah. it is uh, like, yeah, kind of on the level of, of the original Carrie. Yeah. Like, and it took it a while to get there because we don't really see a lot of that planning or anything right, leading right. up to it. But when it's revealed, I'm like, Jesus. Like, yeah, it's it, fucked. Yeah. It, it does yeah. kind of make it feel like there should be a snap. And when you snap want everyone happens, to die. Yay, yay, yay. This so, yeah. movie comes out of nowhere. I, 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 I can't just nowhere. cheer in the whole this, time. This becomes like a like a you know 
what what to me feels like shit we haven't seen since the 80s in, in regards to like uh just pure killing and gore yeah. um we we start to get into like you know people being cut to bits by cds a main character <laughs> out of nowhere just gets impaled yeah. through their head yeah. it's, uh, it's two people nuts. at once actually two people at once it, it comes out of nowhere it is intense and it's really gory and then uh, they catch on fire yeah. it's like their corpses we see, we why see not buddy people people's <laughs> testicles leave their body yes. uh, yes. It, it's, it's fucking insane. and then one guy gets he involved. gets drowned yeah <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's really man. cool and then that also ends with like some really good so bad it's good comedy too uh, of like God. the actual wrap up of this movie yep. it's weak as shit but it's weak as shit in a fun and interesting way they they kind of like call back to the Romeo and Juliet shit. Yeah, of course. There's there's a great moment where uh there <laughs> where Rachel is like whispering to the main character and this is not supposed to be funny but he just goes, "What?" <laughs> he just doesn't hear her. It's, it's hey, we couldn't it's hear horrible. it either, man. He needs and to And then clarify. you know they they do a callback to the carry ending and all that sort of stuff and it's all very oh, yeah. bad. Very bad, but but in a very fun. Yeah. Uh, it regained sort of way. a lot of goodwill. The movie lost me a lot throughout the the middle portion of it, but the ending is pretty fucking great. It, it's, it's shocking. Got, it's got, shocking. I, I actually, did not expect any of that shit. Well, I also got caught off guard by the by the kind of sweet, charming rom- romance at the end. I was like, holy shit, they're going for it with this. Like it kind of they're kind committed. Of, you know what's what's funny is like as when the I was younger, thing you said, yeah. When I was younger, like the thing I remember from it is feeling like. When I when I finished it and I saw saw the end of that, especially like the very very the end very of it, end, yeah. I remembered being like really sad and like yeah. it really affected me when I was literally like twelve years old. I, it fucking affected me last night, motherfucker. It, did, it, was, it made me laugh when now, but when I was twelve, like I was like, fuck, that's no, the saddest thing I've I, ever seen. I like, obviously <laughs> was enjoying the hell of this movie for for what it was and for all the goofiness and that very ending, and I was laughing at these moments through the I love you's and everything. But though it does have a, a, a somewhat effective uh, emotional ending, and it's it, it's that like sort of like teen romance yeah. novel kind yeah, and of I was just charm like, damn dude the, the same way that I feel that way when I watch bullshit with like Seth Cohen and Summer in the OC like as an adult I'm like damn dude this is kind of tragic and yeah. I had that feeling but again I was fucked up in a weird fucking fever dream and I was just like this just is crying this is the alone. saddest <laughs> most romantic movie I've ever seen I also <laughs> cried while watching Shark Tank later that night so I don't know <laughs> what Jesus, was going what was on I'm worried about you man, man. <laughs> I was having a rough week man but um let's, let's wrap it up I really don't think I could have watched this in a better way and What's so funny is this almost never happens, but when I saw that trailer a few weeks ago, I was like, I think I'm going to love this stupid, shitty 90s movie. And that almost never happens. Usually I'm just like, God damn it, it it gets real boring or nothing happens. Or some Mm -hmm. reason you're just like, "Eh, I guess I was wrong (laughs) once again. But this movie not only was pretty much almost, almost exactly what I was hoping it was, and maybe even a little bit more. And that little bit more is how again effective and brutal those gory moments were i i i expected this movie to be exactly what it was without that gore and that gore made it a little bit more over the top from what i wanted it is you know no doubt just a schlocky just full on through and through teens brutal slasher horror movie um so there's nothing too too special about it but it has everything you want in a teen movie and it and it, it does make me just think about like how and why was it that the 2000s and the late 90s is what brought the teen horror to the fucking forefront? And it's sold. I mean, I I really don't get it. Like you could argue, like yeah, people were, you know teenagers saw movies in the 80s, horror movies in the 80s, but really that teen horror really peaked in the late 90s and the early 2000s. And this is one of those hidden ones that does for me nail on or you know hit on every cylinder that you want in a teen movie. 
I'm going to give this one a, a fucking straight up gem, uh, a strong gem in the subcategory of teen horror movies in the 90s, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it, I for real like was was pretty blown away by this. I'm so happy I saw that YouTube trailer and put it on my list. I'm so happy Paul came and dropped off a VHS copy of it for me and a VCR. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Uh, but I ended up watching it on Amazon Prime. You also like, dropped off the Burning Moon, so I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You haven't even watched any of his movies. You're a bad guy. I, I watched uh, two. I, I, you just you just YouTubed all of his movies. Well, no, no, I did. We did watch. He gave, one, he gave him great ideas to YouTube. I don't know if I told you this. We watched one called <laughs> Campfire Stories or something from like the early 2000s, and it was so bizarre. It was so shitty, but inexplicably there was both Mac and Charlie from from oh, uh, yeah, Always Sunny. What? Yeah, and then we Wikipedia and we saw like, oh, they met was shooting a, a low budget horror movie or oh, whatever. Okay. And I was like, damn, this is it. That's how they met. That's how they met. So that's kind of cool. So that was funny. Thank God um, for campfire stories. Yeah, absolutely. So I've seen three of those. Anyway, Carrie Two is exactly what I wanted. And again, I, the huge caveat: if you're looking for nostalgia from the late '90s, early 2000s, if you're looking for those rare teen horror movies that don't really exist anymore, except with like Happy Death Day, etc., then do check this out. It's amazing. Um, but if you're not into any of that, then you might fucking hate it. I don't know. But Bluestar, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm actually, I'm probably between everybody here, but for me, this movie was simultaneously incompetent and so interesting to watch while also like hitting in all the really important stuff. Sure. You've got the weird, shitty teen drama. You've got the great fashion. You've got the terrible music. Like it's such a product of its time that mm -hmm. I think for us specifically, it just, it just kind of worked. And then like, if I had any doubt in my mind, the ending of this movie was just so like out of yeah. left field. I was like, okay, I fucking respect them for doing this and committing to this 155 percent um and it, it was fun like I, I definitely can see where this would be dull but oh, this yeah. movie was so interesting to me that it even exists and that the weird chemistry on screen and all the weird decisions and all the shitty like carry uh carry one like callbacks i'm like why does this even oh god i don't know why does this even exist i have no fucking clue but i'm i'm glad that i finally watched it because for me it was a gem it was it was funny and stupid and it wasn't it didn't take itself too seriously and i got to just enjoy it for for what it was a little a little a little uh time machine back to the early 2000s absolutely um uh, dylan why does this movie exist is the question i was asking myself through most of it and for most of it that wasn't a good thing right uh but there are moments of it where i was like wow why does this movie exist in a any way in which i was i was just excited to see it that is mostly though i have to say like the last 15 minutes of this movie mm -hmm. which i think mm -hmm. are aces like really really top tier not even so bad it's good, but like so surprisingly good that it's good. Uh, the the ending stuff uh, that, you know, the whole movie is basically building up to because it's a carry mm -hmm. movie uh, really is worth the ride there. Yeah, but the so. ride is dull. I have yes. to say, like, it is really, really dull getting up to that. And I think it's weird because I don't know whose fault it is. And I don't really even know if anybody's to blame because the acting is above what you would think. Mm -hmm. The writing is actually kind of decent. The ska music reminded me that ska <laughs> existed, but mm. it's kind of boring up to that point. And so although I was really into the very end it took me a long time to get back on board mm. there and so ultimately i don't think i can actually recommend it what i can recommend though is youtubing the end because it's fucking great it's really really good uh but uh, the rest of the movie is just kind of mediocre it's better than i thought it was going to be but that's mm -hmm. not saying a lot for the rage carry too that's exactly uh, right. so it, it's a light stinker uh you can do far 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 worse but the uh the ending doesn't make up for the rest of the movie manton yeah i i don't know exactly what it is but i i feel like especially comparing this to some to tamara um, this, this just has like a, a, a level of heart to it over yeah, Tamara. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it, funny enough, this being like a sequel and you would think more of a cash grab to me feels like less of a cash grab than, mm -hmm. than Tamara. Weirdly, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like people that, that, that made this really kind of cared about it. Again, it came out 22 years after Carrie. So it's not like they were like, we're going to get all those Carrie yeah, fans out. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, 
I, I definitely have a soft spot for this one. I, I think that uh, Dylan is definitely right about all the problems. I, I totally agree. I think that it gets pretty dull. Um, but I, but I, I think it's worth a watch. I think that um, if you're if you're open minded about what this movie is, and uh, you kind of just watch it for what it is and take the good with the bad, I, I think it's overall enjoyable. Um, uh, it, it's one that. I'll definitely remember more than a lot of these types of films. Uh, so it's it's a light gem for me. All right, I got an impromptu game. I want to play it out. We haven't even reviewed, reviewed the, third, the movie. third movie. I know, but it's real quick. Jesus, before, you're out of your before mind. Before I lose this, this movie... This uh, game is so important. Carrie 2 came out 22 years after Carrie. Now I'm going to look up movies from 22 years ago. We're going to decide which one inexplicably gets a fucking remake this year. Why, why wouldn't you work on this game when we talk Wait, about the you, next movie? What are you doing? Right. Hey, you guys tell me. <laughs> are we getting... It? What is happening? Why, why, okay, why don't let, you, why let, don't you work man. on this? Let's hear the man. No, I want, no let's do the Right, right now, right, fuck okay, it. Let's right. You guys tell me, do you want Idle Hands 2 to come out this year? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> do you want The Sixth Sense 2 to come oh, out? Oh, God, no. Not in a million years. It depends who makes it. Okay, if, if fucking Shyamalan makes another one, I guess. If I'll they be. don't call it The Seventh Sense, they fucked up. Oh, my God. The Seventh fuck. Sense. And there's also. Um, God, unbelievable. We can go with Bat 2. But I haven't seen Bat Those are my three choices one. Idle Hands, Six Sense, and Bats. I don't really want any of them. Oh, shit. Carry the Rage 2. Let's get Carry 3. The Rager. So it's time for three now. Carry three. We're literally. Tw- we're, we're it would be. It would be. Carry the three. It would be care I three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is so weird. So so this one. So that came out twenty two years after Carrie. Now it's twenty two years after this one. We have to have. Yeah. I love that we're reviewing it twenty two years after. Oh wait, Lake Placid. We could do that. So then someone's going to review Carrie three. Oh, okay. How about audition? Uh, oh shit. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Jesus. I, I still say Carrie three. All right, we're going. I kind of want Idle Hands too. So we're doing. Yeah. I feel like that one is actually the most. We're doing plausible. the Rage Two Carry Three, right? That's what it's called. The rage. No, it's C A R R I Three. The Rage Two Carry with a three. Yeah, yes. absolutely perfect. All right, we got it, boys. Nailed it. Game's over. So right, wait, the wait, no. Right? Now we have to write the movie and direct it. Let's go. <laughs> That's not a game. We anymore. have to make it. That's no longer a game. That's a goddamn punishment. A curse. <laughs> <laughs> rage Two Carry Three. The Curse Four. All right, let's talk about another movie. Rage 2, Carry 3, yeah, holy shit. Let's see shit. if Devin can remember this last movie. The sequel, sequel is called sequel. The Witches. The cra- Craft 3, Rage 3, The Witch. Craft. I, love, I love crafting. Craft macaroni and cheese. This is... Damn. You know what? Funnily enough, I hadn't seen any of these movies before that before this um past month. Why is that funny? Um, are you not laughing? That happens all the time. <laughs> we why that's we funny. watch new movies all the time. <laughs> this guy's laughing. No, it's funny. The irony is I can talk about how like nostalgic this is. I grew up watching these movies. I didn't watch any of these movies, movies like this, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah. That's true. But Definitely. people did give me funny 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 responses and 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 looks when I say I haven't seen the craft. My roommate um, and one of my newer roommates. Yeah, I've gotten that. I've gotten that. Too. He's, 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 I, I've been looking at you all like that for years. I, I give Devin really similar looks when he tells me he hasn't seen Indiana Jones. I haven't Ooh, don't say it on cast. What man. an idiot! God damn it! I didn't even see that, but I have seen the one with Shia LaBeouf. So we're good. <laughs> That's <laughs> me too. That's the only one we've both seen. That's <laughs> hey, so fucked. I actually saw Christmas Gold Men. Um, but anyway, my roommate who's not into horror that I introduce horror movies to all the time was like, "Wait, you haven't seen The Craft?" And I'm like, "Dude." 
you gotta understand I've seen well over a thousand horror movies there's gonna be weird blind spots you don't gotta brag about it dude with the genre I've seen well over <laughs> a thousand Devin people do that to me all the time they're like you haven't seen this weird shitty movie from 1935 I'm like no in, in, in their defense the craft is a blind spot that I've been trying to get you guys to fix for a while here I'm all really right, glad right. that we got and to I'm do glad it. we got to fucking itch that blind spot well, t- 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 my t- hind spot yeah the craft is from 1996 which I don't think I saw like around that time I saw it like way no, later yeah, in, yeah. you know high school or something uh, but the craft involves uh, a bunch of girls at a Catholic girls school oh yeah or Catholic girls <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> what is wrong Christ. with me we've been establishing I don't know like, please explain <laughs> what is wrong with you we're trying to find out <laughs> look up spicy black poop on IMDb <laughs> I see you saying an ad on my phone is just like weird curious reasons you might have black poop and it was a picture of a blueberry. (laughs) (laughs) This cast is literally black shit. Just fucking kill it. Anyway, the craft is uh, from 1996, the earliest of these ones that we've done here, uh, which uh, involves a bunch of girls in a uh, Catholic school who are witches of a sort. A new witch, one who witch. comes to town named Sarah, uh, who might be a little bit more witchy than the other ones who pretend to be so. Uh, but she falls in with this group and they uh, worship the earth goddess, God Manon, and uh, pray to them basically for uh, their their rights to be or their wrongs to be righted and uh, their enemies to to get comeuppance. And it find, comes to find out that uh, because of Sarah, who may have a little bit more magic in her than the rest of them, uh, their spells actually start working uh, and their witchy shit becomes uh, real and maybe is more than they bargained for. Uh, and that's the craft. Damn. All right. I want to start this out by saying that uh, I, I finished Carrie 2 and I immediately put this on and it was damn a weird revelation. Um, from the second this movie starts with this like opening uh, sequence where we've got like Shots of clouds with this like the cover of How Soon Is Now. It's great. It's yeah. a tight ass opening. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what genre of music you would call. It's, it's like um, a it's like a, sh- a shitty like 90s. garbage style cover of The Smiths. It's it's very very uh, late nineties. I recognize God, the lyrics, but I'm like I don't recognize the every song. single thing about this. Just like oozes this like aesthetic that this movie has, which uh, is yep. like this like this ethereal feel to it. Like I was just eating it up. This movie I was feels like a magic shop. It feels like you walk, you walk into the very shop that they walk into in this movie where you've got. <laughs> Shut the fuck up where you've got these like little dangling medallions. Dylan and things is so like that. mean on this show sometimes. He's eating a fake ethereal sandwich. sandwich into the microphone. Dylan, no one can even I, see what you're just doing. Just you can be mean sometimes. We have five, it's okay. Five fucking years okay. we've been doing this and you continue to try and make visual jokes into the microphone. It's funny though. I liked, I liked it. I've got four people laughing in here. Yeah, he's literally dozens at home laughing and Dylan's got the gall to tell me to shut the fuck up. Him laughing doesn't matter. You you. Can we talk more? Dylan can't admit that he was wrong. Laughing. At least Dylan can't admit it. What does it taste like? At least it tastes ethereal. Okay, it's you can't give a description to ethereal. That Devin. is it's, fair. it's otherworldly. You, you have yeah. to just see the visuals to understand, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> What were you saying? I just imagine him eating that sandwich and going, it's Manon. <laughs> I'm going to give it a light gym. What do you got? The sandwich you got? Or, or the movie? Uh, both. No. Uh, <laughs> so I saw this Jesus movie. Christ. This is the third scenario that I got to see a movie in a way that benefited the viewing. First time was around October, the weird cable thing. Then I had the weird fever dream last night that I'm still You don't have to explain every single one again. And, listen, man, this ain't my first rodeo. Uh, it feels <laughs> like what does that mean? I've been into a fucking rodeo before. We just we, we heard your first rodeo like two weeks ago. This is pretty similar. Wait, what's my first rodeo we two weeks it, ago? We played it back. We, we played... Oh, yeah, yeah, first episode. Episode. Not anyway. much better. You were more um, professional in that one. So the third time I watched it at a rodeo. No, I was actually watching on my projector with all of my buddies in my basement with drinks and stuff, which is the third best 
uh, scenario to watch it in. And uh, because of that, I give it a light gym. What do you think? Blitzers? Okay. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> so the thing about this this one, especially watching after Carrie two, is like instantly like. I you know I hate to say this but the craft of the film yeah. is is way way better well like crafted. immediately like the the character writing the acting just everything about it has like a much more artistic feel to it than either of the other movies um for for one like I think that they do the whole uh misfit character thing way better definitely they uh, nail they nail four different misfits and that's rare yeah, in this right. kind of movie which not not only can a lot of them most of these to struggle one. to nail yeah. one and we we've got we've got right. three and they, they each kind of have their own archetype to them um you know one of the the best most obvious examples is Nancy, who is kind of like fucking love Nancy. She's she's got a, I'm a, in love with Nancy. A, a tough life, but she, you know she kind of lashes out at people. And then you've got uh, Nev Campbell, who's kind of like she's uh, she's, she's, and, she's reserved and yeah. she's trying she's hiding herself both physically and emotionally. She's like you know covered in uh, these giant uh, black clothes, and she kind of has like long greasy black hair covering her face. It's like this is the type of like transformation that you want yeah. out of these movies where it's you know much more believable Neb Campbell in particular too where you've got uh, you know we've talked about it other ones this week where we've had like very attractive people turned into slightly less attractive people Neb Campbell is like a babe and a half but like they do a really good job in this movie of making her that character by the way that she's acting and her wardrobe and like yep. The way she just is so reserved. Her, her acting herself. is one of the biggest parts. You, of it. you believe that, you know, these girls would kind of be outcasts in a school like this, mm -hmm. even though they're all like models. I, yeah. I think it's a lot more believable in this, especially because they like practice their witchcraft and they have they literally wear it on themselves at they're all times. They're very serious like, about it, too. Yeah. And everybody yeah. in the school knows about it. There's no secrets. Like literally right. the second the new girl comes, they're like, don't hang out with those girls. They think they're and witches. This, this everything about this feels more realistic and more believable because it's like, you know, when you're in high school, like we, we all knew people like this. I, we all knew people yeah. that, well, sure. that like were like the witchy ones. And there was it's, rumors about them, right? I mean, like like it feels this feels like a very hot though in high school. <laughs> They were like super attractive in this, this movie. guy. This guy's learned so much from these movies. He's like, yeah, man. Clearly learned learned his lesson. I'll tell you about yeah. real high school. Hey, you fucking yeah, uh, you're, you're joking, level. but like that is you, the witchy girls weren't fucking goddamn model status. Like on these a base girls. level, like I have a huge fucking crush on Faruza Balk in this, especially like I yeah, love. They're all attractive love, as hell. Love her in this one, and they're, they're not just like super pretty, but they're they're, they're the, yeah they're, they're they're the way about them is is really cool. They're fucking not giving they, a fuck. They are all characters because they're, they're, they're think, actual characters, yeah. actual human beings. Is is how. Yeah, act. Yeah. And they're pretty also, badass. They're interesting to watch like as they go through their day and like yeah. they go to the magic shop which is like kind of corny and they like right. steal from this old lady the, all the time. This this is the thing that the movie does so well is like the the day-to-day -day shit and like the the like you know kind of becoming closer as friends and and sort of like spends time le on that, leaning yeah. on each other to mm -hmm. deal with their own faults and oh, like this is the stuff that this movie does so fucking I, well I, there's a good I, bond between I, them I, you said to my, I don't know who it was like my roommate or you, someone you said, I was like, you said this in chat I said oh, in the chat yeah okay. you said, said it, at the rodeo I said in the chat I said what I said it's like this movie makes me want to wish yeah. I grew up a fucking girl like yeah, yeah. because it's like there's there's this like <laughs> this like um beautiful camaraderie to it sisterhood, in, in baby. the film yeah, yeah exactly really and, and like granted of course growing up as a girl has its own share of problems too of course. But like, this one doesn't polish over those but it no. does it nails that bond so well between them mm -hmm. that it makes you wish you had a close group I think of I think I think watching it as a guy you realize just how much that you you miss like actual emotional connection, connection with human beings yeah. well, and it, it I've is, known these guys for 20 years and I haven't emotionally connected to any of them but that's exactly. what's so weirdly ahead of its time for this movie is that this yeah, is 1996 yeah, yeah. Uh, the same year that Scream came out and like even Scream is kind of regressive in some of its gender stuff yeah. mm -hmm. this one doesn't feel that way it feels no. like remarkably ahead in that it is mostly about like hey don't fucking you know snitch on your sisters like stick up for the people who are closest to you mm -hmm. and, and it has like really good uh, solid connections between these people 
uh, on a more rat brain level, Dylan gave, you, it, baby. Dylan gave you the, 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 the very high level stuff that's really smart. Um, but I think the one thing that I think this movie really, really nails is that there's a very believable, very fleshed out magic in this movie. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, and, and it's it's subtle mostly. Uh, as I was watching, I'm just like, uh, thank God this magic is actually real because I haven't watched a lot of movies like this. But I I feel like there's probably movies that play on this where they're like, it's not really real or or, or like you don't know if it's real. Or, it kind of does that, that for a or, while. Or, uh, for me, the, like the, very very early on, like the the main girl, I she does something where I'm like, okay, that yeah. looked like she was playing with the the, the pencil. pencil. Yeah. Like oh, they, they, true, yeah. they established early on, it's real, but we don't know where it's gonna yeah. go. Sure, sure. And like that gives us so much time to figure out. How does it work? What? How well, do the girls what, interact what, what with I, it? What I loved about it is it's not literal mind control. It's like, okay, you know, I want to be rich. Well, okay, these weird circumstances that could be coincidence, but most likely are right. not, are happening that it's going to make it's, me it's rich. It's soft and subtle magic, and I also love, too, that it takes a while to ramp up. This movie doesn't start its kind of, like, mm -mm. It real thrust until later on, like, into the third act there. And I actually think that that's some of the weaker stuff when it I has agree. to finally like yeah. gun towards an ending the the setup of that though of like the gradual seeping in a realization that the magic is real and things are working for them is yep. really really captivating I, my favorite scene in the movie is the sequence where they're all in the field they basically ditch yep, school go on a field part. trip yeah so good. and they're literally all sitting in a field and like saying these weird seances and like hugging each other and well, like the cutting best thing each about other it is because they're 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 literally sitting around in a circle and they're say, they're telling them they're they're telling each other they're like um sort of not not I, darkest I darkest my sisters and but, like, but it, yeah it's not it's not even necessarily fears it's like admitting their their own faults to yeah. each other it's it's like it's an actual like it feels like a cleansing ritual it feels like yep. something that actual real magic or you know the the magic that people believe and, and in. even, would be even if it's not magic you would definitely feel better after yeah, that whole thing for sure yeah i like that movie but i think that uh the problem with the movie for me is that like the it's almost like they they felt maybe unconfident in the fact that the movie almost has like no plot up until a certain point and then the plot just kind of like inserts itself into the film kind of one of the girls a, has to kind of get possessed by this whatever and then the, the magic becomes very overt and you know by the end of it they're like literally fighting each other with powers and it's just it's too much it's, and it's funny it's too not what i wanted the, the, the ultimately it comes down to like a clash between the sisters in this and mm -hmm. like that's the the, the uh, thing that they'd set up so well was like the bonds between these yeah that it almost they've kind of shot themselves in the foot because it is less believable that they would fracture in the way when that they end up when, doing. when nancy the one that's like bold and brash she kind of like comes out and 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 is like you know kind of against our, our main character i mean what, what is our main character's sarah. name sarah um it, it kind of makes sense and and i think it would have been better if rather than the other girls all you know getting behind nancy it would have been cool if maybe one of them was kind of on sarah's side or if there was more back and forth but it's just like a snap it's like suddenly everybody doesn't like sarah and uh it's, it's just out of nowhere the ending stuff though like the the scenes of of them doing some like major level witchcraft around yeah, to pretty each cool. other pretty cool like it's, and, and it's, it's cool just, just narratively it, it, witch it, fighting was pretty funny yeah, and cool yeah yeah, I don't know. I, I just narratively, I, I think it's I so think much weaker than, yeah, than the yeah, earlier sure. stuff. We also though, we get uh, a bit of Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich before Scream oh, yeah, in yeah. the same year as Scream. Yes, uh, yes. Oh yeah, playing, true. Uh, yeah. And I actually really like that guy. Like he's I love him as Billy Loomis, of course, but yeah. like I hadn't seen him in a ton of other stuff. I think he's really good in this too. I think everybody really sells their performances very well in this thing. There's not really a weak link. Mm -mm. So. So I'm gonna, I already gave my fucking review. I said it was a light gym, but I'm gonna take it back. It's a it's a gym. It's not a light gym. It's actually really really solid, um, and a, a perfect way to round out this theme. I just I, so yeah, all three of these movies became gems for me. I just this is a subgenre I can fuck with a sub subgenre. It's it's definitely got a higher floor than most. It's so weird, and that is why that is 
that is probably why I'm giving gems to all these movies because I'm like, this is such a limited thing, a limited selection of these kinds of movies because they only existed in like the span of eight years, right? Teen Witch Revenge. Yeah, exactly. Between 96 and 2004, basically. Like, you only got a handful of these very teeny, um, uh, whatever, teenage... It's a teeny tiny genre. Teeny, teeny tiny, <laughs> teenage 90s, 2000s movies, um, <clears throat> which seems like it's a lost art now, even though we're seeing a tiny bit of things with... Again, like uh, Happy Death Day. But yeah, you should see these movies. This is definitely the pinnacle of it all. I mean, the craft is, is definitely where it's at when it comes to this kind of movie. Um, so it's it's a, it's a full-on gym, and I continue to, to pine for movies like this and, and try to find the ones that aren't quite as popular. That's why I'm even digging movies like goddamn Tamara at this point. Um, yeah, it's a gym. What do you think, Luster? Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a gym. This movie was, it was a real treat to watch. It's... Mostly, the most of the the best parts of this movie are just about you know friendship and coming into a new school and just kind of yeah, getting that's, integrated. That's yeah. And like it gave me all those warm and fuzzies that I never quite had in high school and those close bonds because we even joked about it here. But you know we don't really have the same the same type of uh, like camaraderie amongst guys sometimes. But it was really really cool. And at the end of the day, I'm just so glad that the magic was fucking real. And they you know whether you like it or not, they play with the whole spectrum from like little like pencil spells to uh, all, I'm going to fucking you know uh, Voldemort your ass and, and shoot you through the, the ceiling and shit um, it was pretty fun it was Jim yeah one thing that I <clears throat> I usually try to harp on sorry to, I'm going to put this in real quick is basically I'm just looking for 10 things I hate about you plus horror and if you give me that like there's we're a lot good. of that here, we're, yeah. we're good uh, Dylan yeah I think uh, similar to 10 things I hate about you there's something about this movie that just feels effortless and that's yeah. what makes it go down so well like it is effortless to watch this thing, but it pays you, you know, dividends for actually watching it. It's just that the movie is so cool and collected and assured of what it is that you never once question it. And it just uh, is just a blast. I, I love watching this thing and I never feel like it just kind of zooms by every time I watch this movie because it's just enjoyable. It's got good characters. It's got some cool oopy doopy stuff later on. Mm, uh, and it's got that, that great little bit of nostalgia to it that I think is like the exact sweet spot for nostalgia from this time where it's taking itself seriously enough that you can't laugh at it. But you kind of like look back and kind of chuckle that you, this sort of stuff was in vogue at some point. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, and one of my favorite movies from the time. I love the craft. It's a strong gem. Manton. It's so funny that this is like uh, 10 years before Tamara and mm-hmm. Tamara does such a similar thing where, you know, she makes a character sort of do her bidding and and, and in the craft, there's a, a thing where she kind of sort of mind controls uh, a guy, but it's like completely backfiring <clears throat> in a lot of ways. And it's just such a much more interesting way of doing it. Yeah. But somehow they, these movies that came later didn't learn anything uh, from the craft. Um the, the craft just oozes this like feeling that, that, that I don't even know how to explain, but it's like every shot in the film looks like someone got the lens foggy. It's just this like dreamy, ethereal feel to it, especially in the first like three quarters. And I, I just was eating it up. I just I, I loved it. Um, I think that it does kind of fall apart at the end. It's such a shame because um, I I was just utterly loving it for so long. And then it kind of just... Yeah, it's kind of whatever, but uh, overall, it's a strong gem. Um, I think that you know you kind of owe it to yourself to check this one out because it's just it it really is its own thing. I I, I can't say I've seen anything like it uh, since yeah or, or before this. As I've been saying, if you're chasing that that dragon of the 2000s and 90s, you've probably seen this. Check out the other ones. If you haven't, if you're a different um, of a different generation than us, if you're younger, older, and you don't really know much about 
this time period in it's horror. Pretty good insight. Check out yeah, the craft. The, the, yeah. This is the one. The craft is the one that that's like this is what we're we're, we're looking for with these kind of '90s movies. Obviously, Scream. We've Same seen year, that. and they both actually make a pretty decent companion piece. They do because they're because yeah. what happened with Scream is you got so many knockoffs that they're all way too similar. These are very dissimilar. They're two different movies yeah. completely with the same wonderful '90s vibe that we're looking for even today, um, 30 years later. Um, so the last thing I want to say, not 30 years later, but whatever, my math is off today, weird. Uh, speaking of my math being off, we're going to go back into this game because my math was stupid last time. <laughs> I said 99 was 23 years before 2019. I don't know if your math was stupid, it, but it, I didn't even question you. It, so. didn't, it didn't make sense, but I was just like, whatever. didn't make sense. Not to, okay, so 1996 was actually... <laughs> was that just like a split second of Smash Mouth there? <laughs> That's all you guys just get. Just a little bit. Just a little tease. So 96 is 23 years before uh, 2019. So okay. here are the movies... Weird. The Craft came out in 1996. I actually think this could be a good reboot. If, reboot if it was in for the right sure. Hands. Yeah. Yeah. What, what if we took oh my the God, craft yeah. and put it in some kind of other other generation? No, no. no I would form. like to see you that. do it in 2019, yeah. and you do it with smartphones. You do yeah. it with like the new generation of fucking whatever you weird Zoomers humor. Craft, yeah. yeah, all these weird. It's just Zoomers. all memes, dude. All you would memes. you would really need the right people. Absolutely. Doing it. Yeah, but, yeah, we would but, fucking but hate yes, it. Yes, but it would be. I, I think you could do. I such might a actually fucking hate it if it. Yeah, unless it was done perfectly for my old dumbass to understand what any of these kids are saying. SpongeBob, what's that? Am I right, guys? Um, <laughs> so Scream came out, so that we could. That'd be cool if they made a Scream too. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, uh, Scream Five. I think I saw rumors Jesus. that they were trying to make it happen. I've, I've heard they're trying to do the a, a reboot. I thought. Maybe. Well, there's the TV show. Scream, I mean, I Scream, Scream through one through four, like are all continuity, but and like they could still do a it's, five. It's been twenty-three years. They can easily do a reboot. They, they honestly, time. they could. Do, I'd like to see yeah. them do it. They, they. Could I mean, Candyman's do, being rebooted. Like we're literally going. We're stepping Scream, through the years. Scream would be interesting because like so much has changed yeah. since then that I I think there's a lot to like do meta and do parody of that I that I think could be really. interesting. I actually think though for me like the the core cast of Scream is so strong that I would really kind of hate to see them recast you could, it. You could Scream literally bring them back. really well and that wasn't that long ago. Like, yeah, Nev Campbell and, uh, and David well, Arquette and Courtney Cox. Like it or oh, not, wow. 90s movies are now being remade and that means that 10 years from now you're going to have bullshit from the 2000s being remade. Honestly, okay with it because a lot of the bullshit from the 2000s could still oh, be God. remade. I would love to see The Descent be remade in 10 years, honestly. I, I, I love the concept. I think it, it's due for a remake now if, 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 if any time. But um, yeah, so... I also got thinner on here. Does anybody care about that movie? Never seen that. Okay, nobody cares about that one. There's also The Dentist. Anybody seen that <laughs> one? No one cares. Did you guys ever see The Dentist DVD or like the VHS art when you're, or whatever, the covers when you're at the horror movie no, section? Actually. Uh, I've seen Ice Cream I, Man. I do remember. Yeah, Ice Cream Man was always on. And then and then Uncle Sam was on there too. I do I remember, remember that, that one. one. The lenticular cover where <laughs> yeah. you would look at it one way and he was yes. uh, a spooky skeleton. I want skeleton. you dead. And that, so what's the word for that? I want you dot 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 dead. Is that the tagline? Uh, that's kind of fucking great. Uh, Dr. Acula. Scott Bakula. It's, it's I want you dead. But what do you say? Lenticular? Yeah, that's the like the. Is that what it's called? Testicular. Yeah, the ones that are, like you look at it in one direction and it's one thing. You look at it in the other one. No, it's baculum. That's holographic, man. Sorry, testicular. My apologies. Testicular is what we're looking for. And from Dusk Till Dawn. Is there like one of those? Honestly? I think there is, actually. I think there's like two sequels. Yeah, I could stand to see a remake of that. I have not watched that movie in a long time. We, we haven't, haven't even done, done it for that. the cast. What the I've fuck? I've never seen it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm talk, talking about remakes. I'm talking about fucking sequels 23 years later. But yeah, definitely remake The Craft. That'd be fucking tight. I'm into that. All right, let's fucking Maybe. wrap this up. Blooster, you remake want, this episode. You let's do send, it again. Come send on. us out, man. Send, send us out with some, some uh, yeah, words of wisdom. Yeah, Blooster, give us that funny stuff. Make us laugh, buddy. Come on, buddy. We'll end it.
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's such uh, a good that's one. Good, that's good. I don't God handle damn. pressure, man. I can't do it. Oh, you crack me uh, up. Classic blues. All right, too. we're gonna we're gonna do. I'm gonna begin a fake riddle, and you can end it. This this is this is like Brandon. This you is just like this? when you were younger, when you would just cough when you got the, the, the presentation. <laughs> this is an improv game called <laughs> Clear Your Throat. Works for every time. It's called Riddle Me This. All right. Why didn't the this floppy? Here we go. Why didn't the floppy disk go inside of the monitor? <laughs> what? In that riddle, baby. End it. Does it need to rhyme? End the cast. No, not the rhyme. No. Because it fell along the way. Okay, whatever. That's oh, fair. I mean, come on, the for Listening and stay spooky. Ew, ew, ew. That was funny. We're, we're funny. People think we're funny. Really funny guys. Well, listeners, well, listeners, listeners, funny. listeners think that we're so funny guy. Listener was funny. Don't worry, guys. They're gonna eat Real this funny. up. Listeners love it. They love it.